Hey guys, I just wanted to sneak in here real quick and remind you that Brooke and I have actually created an incredible online self-guided audio course just for you. It's live right now. Click the link in the description box below to check it out. If you're tired of diets, having anxiety around food, worrying about what to eat, how much to eat, and when to eat, then this course is perfect for you. We take you from where you're at now to a life of food freedom. There's 10 modules filled with audio lectures and journal prompts that will help you dig deep and make lasting change. Okay, thanks for listening. And now back to the show. Hey, 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 welcome back, Diet Riders. To the Diet Riot Podcast with Brooke Miller. And Alyssa Miller, both dietitians. (laughs) Both moms. Both live in Colorado. From the Midwest. And both still quarantined. (laughs) Still quarantined. Still quarantined and trying to figure out, you know, who's going to talk next because it's really hard on over Zoom. It is. But we're doing it. So we're hard. nailing it. And also, guys, we have a very special guest for you today. Very Ooh. special. So this is... One of our faves. Yes. So this is Daryl Lynn. We will let her introduce herself, but we wanted to have... We've had a lot of dietitians on here. Wanted to do something a little different and have a fitness instructor come on to talk to you guys a little bit about exercise. So Daryl Lynn, if you want to introduce yourself. Yeah. Hello. I'm Daryl Lynn. Um, I am a fitness instructor, as Brooke said. That's kind of my side gig. Um, so I've been doing that for... I don't know, I think eight years now. Um, and I am not from the Midwest, but I am from Canada. <laughs> so I do feel like you guys are my girls. Yes. I do feel like Canadians and Midwesterners can get along. We can chill real well. Uh, yeah. real well. I don't say mom quite as cool as you guys, though. I usually say mom and <laughs> mom, you guys say like ma'am. 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 Get my ma'am. <laughs> Let's go to the boat and bring our bags. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I always think I'm not as bad as Brooke, but then when I listen back to the podcast, I'm like, oh, we're the same. Yeah, pretty equal. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. And it gets worse when I'm around more Midwestern people. I'm like, I slowly sink into it and then it gets worse and worse. And then my husband doesn't even recognize me anymore. (laughs) (laughs) True. Um, Yeah, Daryl Lynn kicks my butt every time Brooke brings me to exercise class and um, does it without even breathing heavy. Drives me crazy. Yeah. She's so in shape. Um, Those bar classes are real hard. Yes. So you tell us how you got into it, why you decided to become a fitness instructor and what it does for you mentally, physically, emotionally kind of go into what your relationship was with exercise years and years ago and how it's kind of like evolved. Yeah, for sure. So um, I grew up dancing. So I've always done something kind of active. Um, That was kind of my life from grade five until grade 12. Um, And it just, uh, and then after high school, I didn't really do that much. I started working right after high school. And that kind of consumed my time. And then I went to Australia for seven months and ate a lot of carbs not that carbs are bad, but I ate a lot of them and not healthy carbs. Um, and then came back to, I was back in Canada for a year. And then I moved to Colorado 
And so when I moved here, I decided to join a gym and started working out. And the gym that I was working with or working out at started a bar class. And so I was like, oh, that's something fun and new. Like, I'll try it. I grew up dancing. It can't be that hard. And it was very hard, <laughs> as yeah. you know. Um, so hard. <laughs> yes. Embrace the burn, as we like yeah. to say. And I started doing that and just loved it. And I got to know the instructor that was teaching it. And she was like, oh, did you grow up dancing? And I was like, yeah, I did. And she was like, oh, I could tell. And so she was like, you should start working in the dance studio with us because the gym I was working out at um, had a dance studio attached. And so I started helping over there, just kind of on the side and they were like, oh, you should get certified to teach. And I was like, oh, no, like, I would never do that. It feels weird to be in front of people. I don't really want to be the center of attention. And I don't really want to, like, tell people what to do. Like, it doesn't really feel safe. <laughs> and so well, probably I'm probably too, because I just knowing you the little that I do and learning so much more already about you. But like, it's so like the idea of a fitness instructor is usually like a drill sergeant, right? Yeah. Like that's what comes to mind. And you're so not like that. You're so encouraging and fun during class. Oh, mm-hmm. you're so nice. I don't think everybody would say that about me, but I would. Oh, yeah. Well, also, <laughs> sometimes I'm swearing your name when I'm on my like, 150th ah. squat. <laughs> Every time I bite my tongue, I blame someone in class. So, yeah. I mean, every time I get down into a plank, I'm like, oh, this is the worst part of class. <laughs> and then you, you just like hold it for so long, and I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Planks are full body workout. Yeah, I know. They are great. They are great for you. I just, I don't enjoy them, but I'll get better. <laughs> I'll get better at them. Yeah. So, um, So they kept kind of bringing it back up about getting certified. And finally, I was like, all right, you know what? Like, what harm can it do? I'll pay to get certified and see what happens. And um, started doing it. And uh, my friend who was the instructor, um, she had me do, like, shared classes with her to start so that I could get comfortable. And so I would, like, come do a set in the middle of class and – I would be so nervous. I'm sure if I could compare myself then to now, it's probably a world's difference because now it's just a second nature. But when I started, it was quite scary. Um, But I guess it just kind of evolved. And um, I just got more and more passionate about it as I learned more and grew more. Um, And yeah, and so then that's where I'm at today. And then you got certified for other classes after that, right? I did. So I did um, group fitness certification and then did bar stuff. And then I've done like some strength stuff and I did a ripped training, which is like its own kind of um, kind of like a boot campy workout. Actually did one yesterday online. Um, And thank you for free workouts during quarantine. Yeah. And seriously, (laughs) thank you for free workouts. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> so yeah, just, I can't even remember everything, but you have to do continuing ed- education just like anything else. So always trying to learn something new and grow in my knowledge and yeah. Keeping it fresh. I like that. That's right. 
Um, we, we talk a lot about on this podcast as you know, because you're a listener. Um, but we talk a lot about like the mindset around working out and how so many people have kind of had a similar mindset as I did growing up and Brooke, I think as well of this, like all or nothing, you have to go, 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 go until it hurts like three hours in, like just this really intense idea of a workout versus like listening to your body and, and pushing as hard as your body can push that day. And then other days it might be like a rest day or, you know, actually listening to that internal voice and not just surface level. Like I always want to make this clear. This isn't like, oh, this sucks. I want to stop. And then you stop. This is like, what can my body actually do for me right now mm-hmm. in reality? And you need to build that trust of like real communication between your body, not just like, oh, this is hard and I'd rather be laying on the couch, right? I mean, some days maybe, but most of the time you want to dig a little deeper and really see what your body can do for you and what you want to lean into and do and what works for your body, right? So what do you kind of say around that mindset shift? And did you experience that of like, as a dancer, do you ever get this feeling of like, oh, I'm not working out enough? Or are you really good at like regulating how much is like a good mindful movement exercise for you? Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with, um, whether it's the motivation piece or, um, you know, being really hard on ourselves. And I think so much of fitness needs to be involved with grace and um, just understanding. And I think there's some days when, like today, I went for a run and it was definitely like at a slower pace than normal. And I was like, what is wrong with me today? And I'm like, well, I did a really long run yesterday, so surely my body is a little bit sore today. And and it was hot I'm, today. <laughs> it was hot today. So nice today. Yeah. Um, and so I think just, I think my encouragement is like, I talk to people who want to start working out or joining something is to not let the fear of where you're at currently stop you from doing what you know that you want to try. Um, everybody in class is doing their own thing. Everybody has their own injuries, their own limitations, their own strengths. And just being aware of, this isn't a comparison game of, oh, they held that plank longer than me and I had to take a rest. Like, that's okay. You have to listen to your body and you have to know there's a difference between um, pushing through something that feels challenging and then also stopping when your body's saying, hey, I need a break. Like, I just need to stretch out and then come back to it. And yeah, I think just so much of that is like you guys talk about with like intuitive eating. It's the same thing with exercise. Like you have to be intuitive and know what your body's telling you. And that can be the trick um, just in itself is learning that. Yeah. And I think why I really have always been drawn to your classes. So actually, Darylin and I met at the gym. This is how we (laughs) became close friends was working out. You made a ton of friends at the gym, by the way. Every time you're there, it's like, (laughs) you know, everybody, guys. Um, It's very popular at the gym. But um, why I like your classes so much is I grew up in a very competitive mindset. I was an athlete. I was a college athlete. Like, I was always into like the boot camp and the weightlifting and lifting the heaviest and being the best. And when I got out of being a college athlete, I was just like, you know what? I need to work out for fun. And I like your classes because there's days where I don't feel good. Or when I was pregnant, like I was super nauseous or my back was hurting. And like, there was no judgment about me having to take it easy those days 
or there was days when like I could do more than I normally could and I could really push myself and use heavier weights and I just like the class because you don't ever feel judged in it and you're always kind of doing something slightly different than your neighbor but there's no judgment and I've been to other bar classes other studios and it's like they're constantly like, nope, you're not doing this. Or, you know, they're kind of like picking on you almost like, no, you need to do this. You need to hold it longer. What are you doing? And like, I, I get where they're coming from, but it's not everybody responds well to that. Um, and so there's a difference between like encouraging people in class as an instructor versus like yelling at people for not keeping mm -hmm. up. And I've told you this story, but like, the one time I did a boot camp class with a male instructor and he was just like, you're not fast enough. And it's like, yeah, I was the slowest person on my college softball team. Like, I'm not fast. I, you can yell at me all you want. I will not be sprinting quickly. Like this is, I'm agreeing with you, sir. I'm I, slow. I get it. I'm trying, like I'm here. I'm trying, I'm hustling. Um, I'm not like, you know, stopping, but you know, I'm not fast. And so it's just, I was getting so frustrated with stuff like that. Cause it's like, okay, I'm, I just, I'm not going to magically become the fastest person in class. So you just need to meet me where I'm at and like, encourage me that I'm trying to mm -hmm. run, you know? And, yeah. and so that's why I love you as an instructor. Um, but can you talk too about how for you, you know, I know that you've told me before that your body did change quite a bit, like going from not really working out at all to working out. But besides like the physical changes you saw, what else did you notice? Like, did you notice that you were more confident that you felt stronger physically, mentally, emotionally? Like what else has exercise done for you besides your outer appearance? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, the friendships that you gain from it is like one thing that stands out right away. Mm -hmm. um, so just that piece of it, the camaraderie and, um, yeah, just people is a big thing for me. Um, but then besides that, I mean, when you work out, you just, you do, you feel better getting that heart rate up, getting your endorphins going. That is such a positive thing. I mean, legally blonde, you know, happy people don't yes. kill people. So um, <laughs> that's amazing. you might want to edit that out. But, um, no, nope. <laughs> absolutely not. The best. I think, you know, you just do, you feel better, like, everybody likes to work out at different times of the day for me I prefer to start my day with a workout it just is kind of my time to center myself to um yeah get my body moving to wake up um and just yeah get moving and feel like I'm awake and I definitely find myself less lethargic and more motivated to do things I think it brings a confidence and not like a confidence of like I look so great at or whatever but just that you know that you did something for yourself and mm -hmm. um I mean I think for me like I mean I believe in God and know not everybody does but I think God gave us these bodies to use um the way that he wants us to be built and so just to be able to do something like that and I'm so thankful for um what we are able to do as humans. It's incredible. So, yeah. Yeah. How honoring okay. to that body that we're given, you know, to use it um, and, and not take it for granted. And it's just, it's so interesting two things that I kind of pick up, but like mental health for me, like not knowing my whole life, how tied my mental health was to working out 
has been an incredible journey because really since I was postpartum with my son, I didn't realize how much I needed movement in my life. And so I just ignored it for years because I was all or nothing. This isn't enough for me. You know, like if I can't dedicate literally two to three hours or go for a 10 mile run or something ridiculous, then I just wouldn't do it. It was, it's so backwards now, but it was so ingrained in me that if it wasn't enough or I wasn't sweating enough or I didn't burn enough calories that I am better off not doing anything when in reality a 10 minute walk what that does for my mental energy is like or my mental health is astronomical just instantly getting you moving but it's so frustrating because I don't know about you guys but when your mental health is low and like you're in the dumps and you're just depressed or sad or anxious or whatever it's also the the last thing I want to do is get up and move yes it's like a bad cycle it's like yeah, it sounds so counterintuitive. Like Daryl said earlier, when she works out, she gets more energy. And it sounds yeah. backwards in your mind. And I, I understand because I'm the same way. It's like if I get in a good workout, I feel energized the rest of the day, even if it's a yoga session, even if it's like mm-hmm. a restore yoga session, it's like stretching. Can we talk about how amazing stretching is? Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. I've been doing so much stretching lately. And yeah, it gives you more energy and then the energy helps you yeah, be more productive at work, be more productive as a mom during the day. And again, like Alyssa and our moms, like we get you, kids are tiring, but it's okay to take 30 minutes out of your day and work out. And for instance, I was doing Darylin's workout video recently um, at home and I was 30 minutes in. And then my son woke up. So I, I, you know, paused it, went and grabbed him, brought him on the floor and had him play on with his toys on the floor while I did the workout. And then for some of it, I texted you, I had to do lunges. I picked him up and held him. He's 17 pounds guys. And I did lunges and squats with him in my arms for a while. And it's like, you know, you just have to like, yeah, that's not exactly the workout I would have had at the studio, but you know, it's like, if your kids are napping, take advantage or even like I've done yoga sessions with my son. Uh, he just like lays on my yoga mat and, and kind of plays with his toys and stuff. It's like you can still make that time for yourself. And exercise is a form of self-care. And I think a lot of people, I think we've all discovered this, but a lot of people think of exercise as torture, as it's only a means to get skinnier. It's it's only a means to have a better body and you're only helping or in work. you have to work out in order to eat later. Yeah. You know? Like you have to, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. You have to earn your food Yeah, and that mindset. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like working out is actually good for your mental health, your physical health. You will, you know, it helps with on- longevity. Like we don't need to give you all the studies because they're there, but it's just more so finding something that you love. For instance, mm-hmm. Alyssa hates bar. She really doesn't like it. Daryl and yeah, I don't like it. it. Like, I love it, but I love so many other things. So boot camp, lifting, whatever, running, all the things, swimming. Yeah, you guys love running. I hate running. It's just like, (laughs) we all have our differences and that's great. But um, I think it's just so, so important. Like we talk about this all the time. Just try different classes, try different activities, try things that you didn't think you would like until you find something. I was talking to girlfriends um, recently And one of them, she like does not like working out, but she's gotten really into kickboxing lately. What a great workout. She loves it. She thinks it's it for her. It's like the biggest stress reliever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's amazing. You know, who, you know, not everybody thinks that they're going to love going to a gym and doing kickboxing, but why not? Yeah. 
it takes so much trial and error. And I know Brooke and I have talked about this, but it also, like, I'm not going to go into it too much of our own stories because we've talked about it before. But once you find stuff that you like and you have this list and, you know, it might start with just one thing that you like, maybe you only like to take walks, but eventually that list grows and you get more curious about what you like and what your body will respond to. And you can take these concepts Brooke and I are talking about intuitive eating and apply it to intuitively working out or intuitively moving your body or whatever you want to call it that doesn't trigger your mental um, breakdown or anything like that. But like literally being intuitive about which workout is going to suit you best when, because I used to be, and sometimes I still get in this, in this, um, kind of trend, but basically I used to make this schedule for myself of like Monday I go running and Tuesday I swim and Wednesday I go for a bike ride and Thursday I do a boot camp and I make this like very strict schedule for myself. And then the second I don't follow it, I just throw it out the window. <laughs> but what's really cool about being intuitive with it is I can be a little bit more like um, impulsive about what I'm going to do that's going to feel good for my body. So certain days where I'm feeling tight or sore from a long workout, I might choose yoga Um, on a different day where I'm feeling like I'm jumping out of my skin and so full of energy. Maybe I'm like, oh, I just want to go for a run or I want to do a ton of like jumping exercises or, you know, body weight workouts. Or sometimes I feel like I want to go to the gym and just spend um, an hour in the free weight section and figure out different workouts that feel good for me. So or class workout, you know, different things will suit your different moods and where you're at in your life cycle, you know, whatnot. And it's really cool to be able to be intuitive with your movement too, you Mm -hmm. know? And I can promise that you will never regret a workout that you do. Like even if it's 10 minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you're never going to be like, oh man, I wish I hadn't wasted my time doing that. Like just the movement in itself is so, um, I don't know, brings so many benefits. Yeah. And I think, yeah, even, oh, I was going to say, she's really good too about, you know, she teaches like some days, two or three classes a day. And you're pretty good about if you did a really hard workout that morning in class and then another one, you're good about being like, Hey guys, I'm going to take a break because I did two, I taught two classes earlier this week or today. Um, I'm just going to, you know, explain what to do and, you know, take some breaks. And I think that's really good. Um, because, a lot of instructors just push through it, even if they're like so sore that they, you know, can't function. And sure, so, yeah. and it's hard too, cause like we can be more flexible with our workout schedule. You can't like you're scheduled, this is your job. And so, you know, it is harder for you to have to listen to your body because you have to show up like you're teaching the class, but I do for think sure. you do a really good job of that. So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I take my own time in the day to do my own workouts and then the classes that I teach, like that's about the people in the room. Like that is not about me. That's about you and how I can be there to help as the best that I can. So yeah, I mean, it can be, like you said, it can be a struggle. Like sometimes I'm like, oh man, I like wish I could squat with them, but my legs are not feeling it today. Yeah. <laughs> so just got to listen. That's awesome. And it's all about those micro moments of creating trust in yourself of, hey, I had this inkling of feeling like I should stop doing these squats 
What does that really mean? Do I actually need to take a break because my body needs it? Or am I just kind of mentally fatiguing and and need to kind of push past that and know that I actually can do more than I think I can? And it's all about these tiny micro decisions that we're making all the time during a workout, all the time during the day when we're choosing what we're eating. And that's what really builds trust between you and your body or you and food or you and movement are those micro decisions of building that trust and responding. So like you said, when you've had hard workouts and then you can't do any more squats, even though you're the teacher and you're in charge, you still are putting your body and your um, mental health or physical health above the pressure of other people watching you and saying, nope, not right now. I'm going to skip this set or whatever. And that's such an amazing way to build trust with your body and and really lead by example to all those people that it's okay to listen to your body even when other people are watching. Yeah, you know? for sure. That's really cool. Something you said in there reminded me of this uh, instructor that I had that used to say, um, like when you start to feel fatigue, he would say like, this is where the fitness happens. And like, that's so true. And I think he meant like more than just like the physical fitness, but like, this is where like your mental fitness kicks in. Like you want to quit, but if you like, you really can do three more, you can like, right. And just like pushing through that, like mental, because working out is so mental. Um, Yes. And so, yeah, I think, yeah, stopping when your body is saying stop, but like pushing through when you just have like just that little bit of gas left. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah, and it's so yeah. It's a it's a very fine line to kind of walk. Um, and this comes with being intuitive more often. Is like sometimes you might push past it, and then you end up with an injury or pain. But sometimes you might push past it, and you realize that you're capable of way more than you thought you were. And that mm-hmm. feeling is incredible, you guys. Like when you realize that you can run seven miles straight without stopping, and you never thought you could. That is a high like I've never experienced. Like it's so cool, but that comes with daily work mentally and physically and like you said pushing past that fatigue if you're comfortable with it if you're willing to take that risk and learn what your body can actually do Mm -hmm. it's incredible and that's with intuitive eating too right like there's no wrong way to be an intuitive eater but absolutely there's going to be times where you feel sick because you ate too much and that's where the learning happens you know it's it's really learning your body. And if you just expect to wake up tomorrow and be an intuitive eater or move mindfully, it's not going to happen for you. It's building that trust over and over again. Like you said, you've been doing this for eight years, which is just incredible. It takes time to really build that relationship with your body. So you know when your body's saying no, if it means I'm mentally fatigued, but you can actually do it, or I need a break because I'm going to get injured or hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. There's a difference. There's a difference. Okay. We wanted to talk a little bit now that we're, you know, halfway done with the episode. (laughs) We can talk for hours as you guys all can tell, but we wanted to talk a little bit about this quarantine and what that's maybe doing for people in their working out. Like if they don't have access to their gym, A, what else can they do? Maybe give some ideas, but also maybe discuss how it's affecting people or how you've seen it affect people or maybe how it's affecting all of us mentally with working out has it made you want to work out more less is it changing you know all those sorts of things and then yeah what people can do in this quarantine if they're interested in still being active yeah I mean I think like Brooke said like so many people that I've met um are from the gym and so a lot of my connections are people that I've met uh that have like a common interest in working out and so I knew 
when they closed the gyms that people were going to be like, what am I going to do? Because I think, again, it's more than just it's fitness is so important and working out is so important, but there's also this um, community piece to it. And so I knew that would be hard for people. And I think, I mean, everybody's experiencing the same everyday kind of a different feeling about this, like being able to slow down and focus on what's important has been a positive thing that's come from us having to stay at home and, um, you know, kind of be out of our normal routines. And I realized there's lots of people that are still working very hard and are doing the same thing they were doing at even a more accelerated rate. So um, very thankful for those people that are doing that. But I think the fear is that people um, will just kind of, give up or be like oh well whatever like I'm just gonna watch all the Netflix and eat all the things in my fridge and just whatever because I can't go um I think it makes people feel like they're missing something maybe they are like oh well I can't do anything because I don't have equipment at home or you know whatever excuse you want to make for not having to work out you can definitely find one it's not hard um, we can do that even when the gyms are open. Um, yeah, it's literally a global pandemic right now. If you want an excuse, yeah. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, but again, it's that all or nothing mindset. I kind of hear you touching on of like, well, if I can't go to the gym and I can't go to my normal class and I can't do this and I can't do that and I don't have access to this, then why do it at all? Exactly. You know? But I think, again, movement is so important for our feelings and our emotions and our attitudes towards things. And so I think to move is very important. I know not everybody can get outside right now and that's okay. You have to respect that this is kind of the season that we're in and we're all going to, you know, like we will pull through at some point. None of us know when that's going to be, but you know, people have survived much worse than this. And I think if you have access to be able to go outside, just getting outside and going for a walk or a run or a jog or, you know, whatever, being outside is a good thing. Um, so obviously you have access. If you're a runner, you can go run. That hasn't really changed as long as you're staying away from people, um, which really isn't that hard to do. I've run pretty much every day and it's mm-hmm. pretty easy to avoid people. But I think so many gyms and so many instructors have offered things online to do. Um, I mean, there's stuff out there before this happened, like Pop Sugar Fitness is a big one. I know that they have lots of stuff online, lots of YouTube videos. There's yoga stuff on YouTube, Pilates, pretty much you name it, you can YouTube it. Does that mean all of them are legit and good to do? Probably not. So find somebody you trust that can recommend stuff to you. And then I know like for myself and some of my coworkers who work at the gym, we've been doing online stuff just like through Facebook Live or wherever we know people are going to get involved. And I think that's been like, it's brought me so much joy Uh, while being home alone. I don't have anybody here, but my little kitty. Um, So she's not little, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but I know for me, like to know that other people are working out with me and doing stuff. Um, to stay active and healthy and motivated. Um, Yeah, it's just, it's been such a joy and a pleasure. And I feel like that's one thing we can all do together um, that makes us still feel a little bit connected. And so I think those things are important. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the research is there for stress relief, you guys. I mean, exercise, getting outside, even just in the sunshine, like stress relief galore. Like that is it, you know? And I don't, I, like we said before, you never really regret a workout that you do. And that's so true for me for so many levels, but especially my mental health. It is a shift dramatically. Like if I'm stressed or overwhelmed and all I want to do is go in my room and lock the door and keep my family out, I know that I my stress is like teetering on ridiculous. But when I choose instead to just go in my room and sit on my phone or fall asleep because I stress sleep, um, if I get outside and go for a run or even just like a like a fast walk, it changes my mood dramatically. And it is, I loved what you said before, how centering it can be for yourself. It really does rein in. It gives your body, I don't know. I don't know why necessarily. And I know I need to delve into the research more for sure, but it changes my hormones. It changes my mental shift. It changes my perspective. And I am instantly a happier human to be around for sure. So it's just so important for all of us to keep our stress levels low, our anxieties low. And um, I think exercise is such an amazing way to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, guys, I think there's like a ton of resources online for doing workouts in your house. And all the workouts that you've been doing for us um, have been just like little or no weights. And so it's not like you guys need to go out and buy equipment. So if you have a Peloton, yeah. good for you. Great. Um, but if you don't have any equipment at all, you can do things at home with literally no equipment. Um, yoga, I mean, all of your workouts, you, you can modify. You even did one the other day where you just had a chair. I loved that workout. Yeah. It was so good. And it was like, dang, all you need is a chair. A I mean, chair. You have a kitchen chair. Yeah. I even think I said that at the beginning of the workout, like, I know you all have a chair, so get yes. that one. Hopefully, hopefully you guys have chairs. Yeah. So yeah, you just have to be a little bit um, flexible at this time. And Alyssa and I talked about in another episode that we recorded today, just that this pandemic hopefully is short term. And so just try not to have a lot of stress and anxiety that your workouts maybe aren't the same. Maybe your workouts aren't as good as they normally are. Maybe you're not lifting those heavy weights because how many people have a hundred pound weights at their house to lift, you know? just take a deep breath. If it's nice outside, try to do anything outside that you possibly can with being far away from people. And just maybe use this as a time to be flexible and try something new. So Mm -hmm. again, you know, it is probably more fun to go somewhere else to work out versus your own house. And I get that. And I'm in agreement with that. But during this time, just try to be flexible, try to learn something new, get curious, try a workout you haven't tried yet. Um, and just use this to your advantage. Use this time to like spend more time with your family. And I even got Jesse to do a yoga class with me. Um, Josh too. I got Josh to do one too. Yeah, and then yeah. my kid, you know, so it's like, mm-hmm. if you have anybody that you live with, if you have a roommate, if you have a sister, if you have a brother, if you have a, a parent, if you have a spouse, Or FaceTime with people yeah. while you do a workout. Share the link of whatever or Darylin's workout. We're going to yeah. link her below, right? Okay. Her yeah. Facebook? Yeah. Can oh, we- yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's fun because hers, everybody's talking, oh, great workout. I'm in it. And you can even watch it later, which has been great because I, I never make it on time. I always have to like mm-hmm. watch it after. But um, yeah, so it's cool to guys just find a community, tell a friend, hey, guys, I actually had a girlfriend too say, hey, we should do a yoga challenge. You know, this month we should try to do yoga 15 times. And who's with me? And I was like, yeah, that's fun. That's a good idea to connect with people and kind of have um, 
partners to to keep you accountable for moving. Yeah. And when like mamas, I'm talking to you real quick, like what a great time to involve your kids and let them see you be active. If you're used Mm -hmm. to waking up before them to get your exercise in, that's great. I'm totally there with you. I understand it. But it's okay if you can't be doing that right now. Like it's actually quite good for them to probably see you working out and getting fitness in and prioritizing your self-care and your time and your exercise. Involve them in it. Let them observe. Let them, you know, ask questions and find workouts that they can be involved in. There's amazing YouTube channels out there for like kids and working out too. Mm -hmm. And just moving their bodies or yeah, dancing. I mean, all this stuff, it's so important to set those, those modeling behaviors, um, so that they will follow in your footsteps too. And not to say that that's the only reason why you should do, be doing it, but you know, it's for you first and foremost, but it's such a great opportunity to get them involved. Yeah. Um, and then I just wanted to say too, like we've touched so many times on how amazing and encouraging Darylin is during her workouts. And just, I want you to know in this time, you do not have to settle for people who are shaming you into working out. Like if they're sitting there being like, you've never had more time than this. There's no excuses. Get off the couch, get working out. Like we talked about like more drill surgery. You do not have to settle for that. So click the link below to join Darylin's workout classes. Find a fitness instructor you resonate with because there are a million out there and each one of them has their own vibe and their own way that they're going to talk to you and find one that respects you and isn't shaming you or using diet culture crap of like, you need to get bikini body ready, you know, look at those arms like jiggling or whatever. Like you do not need to settle for people making fun of your body (laughs) in order to get you to work out harder. Like that is, it's not a healthy environment. And I also wanted to say during this time too, if you've been in a cycle of over-exercising, maybe this is your time to rest and that's okay too. You do not have to be doing at-home workouts, you know, listen to your body. And maybe this is a time for you to take a step back from the gym and realize that you've been overdoing it and putting too much on your body. So yeah, that could be your story. And guys, walking is exercise. I think people forget that if it's nice, yes. where you live. I don't know where you guys are all tuning in. We have people literally out of the United States listening to this. So I don't know what, what up like. Nigeria. Yeah. Nigeria, Australia, New Zealand. Like we have, yeah, we have listeners yes. from kind of all over, but you know, if it is nice out where you live, like maybe just take a break from lifting weights and just like get outside, get the vitamin mm-hmm. D, enjoy the weather, go for stroller walks, like bring your dog if you have a dog or whatever. Just get outside if you can, mm-hmm. if it's warm. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go into the reviews unless you guys have anything else pressing that you want to talk about. Yeah, I don't think so. Except for if I was just going to say, if you like find somebody that you trust and like, don't be afraid to ask questions. So, you know, I still, I still ask questions to people that are far further down the road than me. And yeah, ask questions if something's bothering you. I mean, most fitness instructors are not doctors. So sure, we can give you like insight and corrections and things. But like, if something's really bad, obviously, medical attention but um there's a lot of resources out there so ask questions don't be ashamed of anything that you feel and say it comes in every size so yeah 
Yeah, that's great. Awesome. Yeah, this was so helpful. I think it's going to be really helpful for people to listen to and hear that we're all going through this with them. And we're all kind of united in the situation of like, we don't have access, you know, not only to the food that we're used to, but also our, you know, daily exercise routines or gyms or equipment, you know, everything's kind of shifting right now. And just using this experience to broaden what we're interested in and get curious or try new things can be kind of liberating and exciting. So if you feel like that's something you want to do around working out, I think this episode was really helpful for that. So thank you so much, Darylin. This was this was really helpful. Oh, I think. thank you guys for yeah, having me. Your it's listeners will enjoy so it. Oh, fun. Of course. Yes, and absolutely. Thanks for doing your workouts online. Anytime. Yes, seriously. Yes, keeping me sane. Yes. I'll try one, but the bar really does kill me. <laughs> there's some that are, they're not super bar like. No, more just like legs and core focus and some cardio. Yeah. So. There's yeah. lots of options. I want to try it. It's it's mentally challenging, the bar classes <laughs> I've been to with you. It's like, it's hard physically for sure, but mentally to just be like, okay, we just did 1,000 squats. Now let's do them again, but a little bit deeper. I'm like, no. <laughs> and yeah. you're welcome. But yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> these have been different. But it's so good. These online classes have been a lot of like a variety. So it's been good. Uh, yeah. But anyway, okay. Well, I just wanted to read a quick review from husband of dietitian mjs a man yay a man um five stars i'm a new listener of this podcast my wife has been talking about this for several weeks i decided to give it a listen i've only heard two episodes so far weed and burrito in my belly (laughs) (laughs) yes yes and i really have enjoyed them both i think they have great content very insightful and helpful as well for someone who is still learning all of this even being the husband to a dietitian thank you i it's fun that's awesome we have male listeners i think we have like i think it's like seven percent male um yeah thanks yeah It's, it's super encouraging um we are still doing the giveaway so if you guys are wanting to win some um some books health at every size intuitive eating some Diet Riot merchandise, an Amazon gift card, Fit, set, fit Snack Snacks. Um, leave us a written review. And it's just super important um, to leave written reviews for podcasts that you like. So not just ours, any other podcast that you guys really enjoy, leave a written review. It's super helpful for them. Yeah. And like Brooke said, you can be entered to our giveaway and um, also let us know what else you'd like to hear about. Find us on Instagram at diet.riot.podcast. And we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and we will see you next Tuesday. Perfect. And you can edit out all of the times I say, um, and like, oh, no, we nope, we're leaving no, those in because we do that all the time. It'll make us sound better. Exactly. If we all do it. <laughs> yeah, you can't be better yeah. than us. All right. No, I can assure you I will not. We need to be equal. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Okay. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 welcome back, Diet Riders. To the Diet Riot podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you were gonna go okay put this in the end it's so hard when we're not in the same room it's so so hard hard. i'm like watching you like is she gonna open her mouth or (laughs) 
Okay, okay. That's okay. the bloopers at okay, the end. Try again. Okay. <laughs> Just like we're redoing this. Okay. Ready, set, go.